Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Enough to jump on the Cody Nicarima bandwagon. Three to four weeks it looks like with Anthony Milford out. Is he the play at that really cheap price for your team? Let's go through these round six teamless team. We've got Tohu Harris. Looks like he's back. Ruben Cotter also back. These photos tell a lot of the story. On the phone, I had Sean Lane in there as well. Uh, and that Parramatta team is going to be a super interesting one to go through. And that is near the end. So please stick around. I appreciate uh, your efforts in watching this video and all these long videos every week. Thank you very much. Let's go to Storm and the Roosters. And in the Storm side, we have Hughes coming back for Pezzett. And that was the worry. If he were trading in Jonah there, is that limited weeks. And unless there was an injury to Munster or Hughes, Pezzett would be out of that side straight away so he's done his job he's got a negative break even now he's doing great but unfortunately he's gone now in terms of the rest of this just under 700k doing great things Trent Lioro and Ellie Katoa I don't think that they're urgent sells this week I would be looking to potentially hold those two guys for a little while and hopefully they can continue to go well we saw what Ellie Katoa was doing when Hughes was in the side before his injury uh, before his suspension there so I think he can go back to doing some similar work there Against Egan Butcher's side, it's, it's not their, their strongest defensive outfit with Luke Keary and Egan Butcher. Egan missing a few tackles there, you know, three to four a week, and I think Ellie can can uh, can take a bunch of them, which is going to be good. So the interchange really, Tarek Sims is the... So, moving to the Rooster side, Joey Manu is back, and he's in the number one jersey, and that was always expected. Uh, it's a pretty funny one, actually. I think they asked Trent Robson in uh, one of the pre press conferences there, who's going to play fullback next week, and he said, Joey will. Uh, and obviously both of them Joseph, both of them are Joseph, so a little funny joke for Mr. Trent there. Uh, but Manu is always going to be that guy. He is obviously way better than Swilly at the moment. And I actually don't mind you know, Swilly there. He'll be able to do a job, and I, I think he'll score better in that position than he will in the fullback spot. You know, he's not someone that, that makes a lot, of, a lot of direct runs there, and I think he gets some good opportunities on an edge. Um, having to do a lot of it at fullback himself. So I think Manu's going to be that guy. And he, over the next few weeks, I think Manu is a good pickup. So if you're looking for a gun 
Uh, outside back, so you've got center and wing fullback is his jewel. Centers, he's a little bit expensive, and he has a pretty high break even, so you could wait one more week and then potentially pick him up next week, or Teddy if you want to go down that route as well. But Manu, one of those guys that I seem to pick up around run five, six, seven each and every year of the last few, and uh, he's done a great job, and obviously not playing Origin is very important. Just quickly on the other side with the Storm guys, we've got Warbrick in, in that back line. And I think he's another clear hold for, you know, until he loses his spot. Sounds like he's got it for a bit. Uh, solid score last week. You can probably play him this week. I think that would be fine if you'd like to. Uh, if you don't want to play him, you've got to loop him. That is also fine. The Roosters side, we've got, you know, Jackson Parlow there. He's had a cracking bunch of weeks. I just think he's a little bit too expensive now to look at pop popping in your side for a winger that hasn't done it. Is he going to be able to do it uh, for you know, a good period of time and not just sort of three to five weeks? That's the question with him. Sam Walker, I think, is still a great option, guys. He's underpriced at the moment on how he's scoring, and he's only low scores at the moment. Uh, one where he missed a bunch of tackles, which he hasn't done the last three, uh, and then one where they got beat. So, uh, sorry, it's a really close low-scoring game and didn't really work out for him. So I think Walker's still a great option, but yeah, if you're saving up for Hines, I'm not going to push you away from that. Brandon Smith, just definitely look at him this week, and if he can, continues to go well, then he's a cheapy uh, sort of mid-range hooker in your squad, which could be cool. Uh, but other than that, guys like Egan Butcher, I think you need to sell, uh, maybe downgrade him for a couple of the other cheapy options. We mentioned Cody Nicarim at the start. <laughs> Potentially one of those guys uh, in and amongst some others that we will speak about in a tick. So that's the first game. Going to be a pretty fun one to watch, that one. Dogs v. Rabbitohs. Very exciting game as well. I think this could be fairly close, uh, considering that Rabbitohs are losing a bunch of games. Bulldogs are, are building some, some faith in, in, in being able to win games, and that's very exciting for them. Hayes Perham, I think, you know, if you're looking again for that mid-range type of fullback at the moment, then Perham's your guy. He's going to be able to do a solid job. And I spoke about Karaz as being one of those top guns that you, know, you potentially want in your side as well. Just gets his base of 40 and runs and tackle breaks and offloads very easily. Matty Burton, I think this could be a tougher game for him. I think Rabbitohs should be able to get the job done. They'll put up more of a, you know, a better game than than uh, you know, Dog's last few opponents there with the with the Cowboys. So I think Bunnies are going better, even though their record suggests that they're very similar to the Cowboys outfit. Burton, how it's going to work with this one. I'm, I'm sensing a lower scoring game, so potentially less goals, uh, probably a lot of kicking from him. If he, You can pick him up this week, or you can wait one more and just make sure that he runs the ball a lot more. And if he, if he is each and every week at the moment, then he's going to be a great selection for your side as well going forward. Maxi King and Jacob Preston have been named, guys. So that injury listing that Preston had, that will be gone. Sounds like King's been uh, cleared of any further eye damage, which is good. And Preston has had stitches in his split. He split the webbing, guys. So uh, from what I from what I know about that one, they usually strap the couple of fingers together, obviously get the stitches, strap the, strap the fingers together for game day. And he played the rest of the game. He did in the first half, and he still managed to play the 80 minutes. So we're not worried about him. Reed Marnie, I still think you give him another crack, guys. He's had only he's had a couple of really good games and then two average ones. You know, 48 last week wasn't bad. And yes, the 30-odd, uh, 43 in this one, not great. But I think he can definitely bounce back, uh, hopefully with some some less uh, missed tackles, that's for sure. Bench changes for them. They've got Harrison Edwards into 13, but he'll only be there for one week with uh, Faitala Mariner coming back. They have TPJ and those guys that are going to be closer as well. Andrew Davies in the 23, so... A few of those uh, forwards that will be returning. So I'd be really cautioning you on picking any of this, you know, Jack Harrison Edwards or Jackson Torpenny, who uh, I think is a good addition to this side. On the Bunnies 
version of the ball. We've got Alex Johnson's out this week with a head knock. Tane Milne plays his first game of the year. So very cool for him. Isaiah Tass, Kimmel Graham, all top options, guys. You should be holding Latrell Mitchell, holding Isaac Thompson at the moment. Cody Walker's a sneaky option. Lockie Ilias, I'm most likely going to be trading him out this week. And as a guy that I was thinking about trading, I might have to hold one more week, but uh, we'll get to him in a sec. And then the forwards, Tavita Totola is back. So very exciting news to him. But him coming back removes Michael Sheekham from the interchange list. So not ideal for him. Harme Selly keeps his spot, and I think he can still get 40-ish minutes. I doubt he gets 47 this week, but you'd expect Moale and Saluka Fafita get to get the lower minutes, and Harme Selly be that bigger minute guy coming through the middle. Jed Carride being used sparingly, potentially for some cover because uh, they don't have anyone in their forwards or in their you know, in, in their team there that could cover multiple positions, and Jed's that guy. So I doubt he plays big minutes. Harme Selly, the big bench forward middle, so he can come on. He's fairly cheap, guys, and he's a solid pickup for sure. I wouldn't expect you know the 40 that he got last week, but maybe somewhere in the low 30s would be pretty safe for him to make sort of 100, 150K and do a good job recycling your mid-range guys for guys like Harme. If you're looking at Cam Murray, I still think he's solid, guys. Obviously, yeah, people are looking to trade him out, and then he picks up an 80, and I, I'd say people will be looking to trade him in. So just uh, you know, keep in mind that they're not going to go 80 every week. He's only done it once this year, so that's that. But they've got so many injuries and suspensions. Ockenbaugh's out. Pele broken arms. So if you got him, need to trade him out. Uh, but that's that in that one. Cheekham's time in your side should be done, guys. He's done a great job. Time to move on from him. Cowboys and Dolphins. Three quarter is back. Good. We need him back. Bad news is that means Chester's out, but Chester moves to the bench. And I think the reason he is on that bench, Todd Payton said in a press conference uh, after the game, I think it was probably, I think it was Monday, yesterday or Sunday there, after the, on Sunday night after the game, that he was saying that he was trying to going to try to find a spot for Chester in his side just because of the effort that he puts in. The, you know, he's that effort play type of guy. Uh, and with their two injuries that they have this week with Lukey out and John McLean out, I think it was easy to leave him on that interchange bench. And if you're looking at forwards in this side, you'd imagine Cotter comes in and probably plays some decent minutes. They've got Mitch Dunn in the starting forward spot, and he did all right last week, but he's still a very awkward price. So I would caution you away from potentially him just a little bit. And then Griffin Neem in the starting 12 jersey. They do have Jeremiah Nanai returning next week, so he will come straight back in for Griffin. He'll move back to the bench, and we probably lose either you know Riley Price for one, or Chester as a, as a double there when a few of their, like McLean and uh, and Nanai return. So probably a one week, another one week go for Chester. He has a negative break even, so he can get on and play 20 or 30 minutes and you know some type of role there, that would be cool. But it looks like he's probably going to be that utility guy. Um, yeah, there's obviously isn't any, inj any injuries there, but I think they'll, they'll pop him on there for a little bit of spark in this game against the Dolphins, which I think is going to be a tough one, to be honest with you. Uh, the way we're playing at the moment, you know, Dolphins, I think we'll need a bounce back in this one. And they'll obviously get a, a clean set of halves in this one, not not an injured set, which uh, is going to be helpful. And they do get Edric Lee back. So he comes for Bostock, which is not nice if you picked up Bostock there. Very sorry to, to see that for anyone that did that. It, yeah, it wasn't wasn't his best game and, and understandable why they, you know, now that Edric, Edric is available, and this is what we kind of spoke about when looking at Bostock, was that he had Edric Lee avail uh, coming available in the next couple of weeks. So that's that. If you got the hammer, no longer a buy. Just a hold at the moment, and he should be able to have a solid game in this one, I'd imagine. Connolly Lemuelu, still upset that he got his uh, turnover tackle taken away. Clear one-on-one -on -one tackle, bumped it off, and loses the ball, and no turnover tackle. They take it away. Rude. But, yeah, 36 last week. Let's bank on not less 
Less missed tackles, they had nine. Let's hope that he drops that down and he is solid in this one. Ray Stone, I see a few people owning him. If you've got him, I think he's just a hold at the moment. He's too cheap to even do anything with when he could potentially come out and do solidly. Uh, so that's that. Mason Teague comes in, uh, is, is off, sorry, in the reserves. And Kurt Donahue comes back in for that squad. I think Mark Nichols, if you own him, guys, time to move on from Marky Boy. I think he can spend his money elsewhere for sure. All right, let's move it down the list in this one. And we've got the Panthers up against the Seagulls. So in this one here, we have not many changes for the Panthers side, which is good, which means Zach Hosking keeps his spot. We don't see any sign of Luke Garner. We don't see any sign of Liam Martin, which is great news for us that picked up Hosking. Would you pick him up this week? Look, last week was the, the week to pick him up. It sounded like from their physio, as I said, that Luke Garner would be two to three weeks away and then Martin would be at least another couple of weeks away. So really, they could come back next week and things change up. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. The play on Hosking was the minimum of two weeks, getting at least 100K in price rises and getting some good scores, but there is every chance that he keeps his spot long-term. And, you know, Sorensen's the first one to go. He'll just move back to the bench in the middle. And then they can uh, you know, keep Hosking potentially uh, and play Garner off the bench. I don't know how they're going to play this one, to be honest with you, because they've got a lot of these players that are playing really well. Eisenhuth comes in and starts this week with uh, with Fisher-Harris out. I was going to say JWH. Uh, Fisher-Harris there um, in that one, which is good. So not Warrior Hargraves. But Sonny Luke is back, which is good. Lindsay Smith's a solid option there. So he's in a bit of an awkward price in the 300s, but I definitely think that he's someone that you could pick up this week but he does have some issues in terms of Liam Martin returning. We have guys like Garner as well. Sorensen would come down into that spot. You'd imagine Lindsey Smith comes off that interchange bench. He did great work last week. He worked really hard. And you see there he's in everything, tackling everything, running everything. Uh, but good chance he loses his spot after this one week. So that's something to think about. Obviously, injuries could come in and you could get lucky. But I think it's probably not worth taking that uh, chance, to be honest with you. And Tyrone Peachy comes into the 18 jersey. So after getting his try, he is out already. So that's that. Ruben Garrick, as I spoke about in that previous video, guys, so check that one out. I go through uh, all the positions, so a big deep dive on that, just like we do in preseason. All of the different spots there, all of the you know, the price that you're paying for and what they can do uh, on, a, on the next three basis and then heading in towards Origin. So I think that's a cracking video to watch. So thank you for all those that already have. And I hope you uh, enjoy it after this one. That would be great. Shostar is back, guys, but not really worthy of a, of a place in our side, that's for sure. K.O. Weeks had a solve on last week uh, with a try. Carl Lawton is back as well. So if you picked up Lawton, he's got a negative break even, I believe, and he'll be able to do okay for you. So that is that. Ben Trebojevic is out as well. And Christian uh, Tupelotu. We see Jason Saab back. That was the other one, actually, I need to say. Uh, but again, not relevant at this stage. Let's go Broncos and Raiders. And I still think the Broncos players are great options. The Reese Walshers, the Hasses of the world. Katoni Staggs, I think, is... 
I think is a sell now. There's so many other better options uh, that are getting their hands on the ball a lot more. He seems to just be falling on tries or or getting lucky at the end of games, and, and that's going to continue to wear out, I think. Yeah, he might have one more massive game in him. It could be this week. You don't know. Uh, but he had a they had a pretty easy one last week, and he still had a poor score. So that's that. Carrigan, a lot of people looking at trading him out. I'd say this is a little bit of a closer game. The Raiders will bounce back. They play a lot through the middle, so Carrigan should get a lot of tackles in this game. Just putting it out there. If you do trade him, I understand, but I think that he's going to get a 40-plus tackling game here and get some big minutes, especially if this is closer. If it is a blowout, it's a blowout, and you know Carrigan... He could still score a try. Like there's, you know, last week was just a, a bit of a nothing week and the minutes were pretty low. With both those guys, Haas and Carrigan resting, if it is a closer game, I'd expect they play big minutes here. 60 or so for Haas and I'd say 70 for Carrigan. So keep that in mind when you're looking to move on from uh, Carrigan, for example. On the Raiders side, Schneider is back in the six. Very interesting. Jared Croker makes his debut. So for those who have Harley Smith Shields, we're talking about him as a sell anyway. So he's now out. He's in the reserves. Jared Croker comes in and gets his chance to get closer to playing his 300th, I believe. Uh, so I think he's a couple of games away. So very cool for Croaks. And they do need a bit of a change up after last week for sure. So that's that there. Wolf is still playing in the nine. They've got Horsburgh in the 13. And we've got Corey Harrell Naira. It gets moved back to the bench. And hopefully for Joe Tap owners that he comes out and he gets some bigger minutes this week. Surely he gets some 55. Because crazy that he's the only gun middle forward in the game that doesn't play over 50 minutes regularly. It's ridiculous. So that's that there. And I know the people that own him are pretty annoyed with that. Frawley has a broken hand, uh, which is not ideal. All right, so we move on to Titans v. Dragons, and we haven't seen the Titans in a week. So good to see you back. And Jaden Campbell, strongly consider him this week. We'll cover him in uh, Scoop and Buy, Hold, Sell, Risk It. And then we've got Cam Pereira, who's that negative break even. And he's a sneaky one this week if you uh, are needing a, a wing fullback. I think it'll be a closer game, and he could come out and dominate again. He could come out and get a 15 or 20. So keep that in mind with Cam Pereira. If you're owning Tanner Boyd, I still think it's okay to play him, but Toby Sexton in there means that he will get some kicking something the foreign wasn't doing too much of, and I think that they'll share the kicking load. But this game against the Dragons, I think, is a clear one to hold Tanner and play him, and then you can make uh, decisions from there. He got over 40 and over 50 the last two. I think that's completely fine. If you held on to David Fafita, great news for him, uh, for you, that he should be able to come out and do pretty well in this game. Great news for us with uh, Ben murdoch Masilla Came out with uh, a money-making performance last week at 35. Very excited for him. Jack Burr is still a great option at 13 in your centers, guys. Tyrell Sloan, just like Perham, another one of those mid-price uh, wing fullbacks now. I can't believe he's mid-priced uh, at over 400K, but he's a solid one going forward. Still, I think Blake Laurie, people have asked, been asking me about, and he's someone that has come out and absolutely dominated that first couple of games uh, with a few tries. And, you know, I don't think he'll do that weekly, but, you know, he could definitely go for a little run, but I think that'll stop soon, and he's getting very pricey, so that's that. Let's move to the Knights and the Warriors. We've got a few games to go here. And in this one, obviously, Lockie Miller, pretty close to a must-have if you don't have him. I think most do, especially in that top five to 10,000 there. Greg Marzu, a solid option, as we spoke about. Crossland is out this week. Uh, Crossland is in this week for Gamble, who looks like he'll just be a short-termer. And then Jaden Bradley, still a great option, guys. Leo Thompson keeps getting named in that starting jersey, especially while Jacob Saifidi is out, and he's been doing well. I don't know if you can, I can push you to, to trade him in this week, but... He's doing great. Same with Matty Croker in that position. And Jack Johns stays in the 13. I think you can avoid Jackie Johns. There's a good chance that Kurt Mann comes back uh, into that starting side. But I really think that you know, Jack deserved that spot. And good on him. On the Warriors side of the ball, we see Tamati Martin come back to six, which is good for those that held on to him. 
Chan's still doing well. I wouldn't be buying him, but a good hold. Johnson, definitely a solid buy. Uh, and the next couple of weeks aren't too bad for them as well, which is good news. Wade Egan holding on to him. Jackson Ford still a buy this week. And you know, with um, Ryder Neokore out, there's still there's definitely no worries on his spot at the moment. He's out for one week. Bailey Sirenen comes in and starts with Tohu Harris back in the 13 role. And if you hold on, I think you can lock him in as a hold for the year now. If you held this far, good news. I think you hold again and he'll continue to, to go back to doing well and play big minutes. And, and this uh, interchange bench, you'd expect big minutes from Jazz and decent minutes from Walker and then Ale and Curran, probably the low minute guys in that one. So expect Tohu probably over 70, but we'll see what happens with him. It might be a couple of lower weeks. Still going to score well enough, but you know, lower than where he was at the start of the season. And now last one, we have our Monday night game. A lot of you know, those who remember the last few years that sometimes I'll forget that there is a, a Monday game and I'll just completely skip it, but uh, not this time. We did it. Tigers v Eels on Easter Monday. So it is Easter weekend for this one. And the Tigers, what about this one? I can't even believe what's going on here because they moved Staines to fullback and got rid of Laurie. Whatever, that's fine. Don't rate it, but fine. And then during game, they moved Staines from fullback to wing and moved Dewey back to fullback. And they literally have lasted, that's lasted two and a half weeks. And now they're back to what they were before with Staines of fullback. So I don't know what's changed in that time apart from them going, oh, we need to make a change. But they did that and then it didn't obviously work. Uh, well, they didn't think it worked. I'm quite happy with Dewey at six. There's a much better, he's a much better player, much better fantasy score at six, I think, than he's a fullback for sure. Like you can tell that he's trying to organize the defense, uh, or sorry, organize their attack coming out of their line when he's a fullback. And, and that's what the halves job is and why the hell they moved him out of half. I don't know. But if you've held on to him this far, happy days because he should go back to scoring pretty decent. And against this eel side, hopefully they can put up a bit of a fight. That's for sure. Tony Bateman is named again. Isaiah Papali, I spoke about him. He'll be a buy at some point. I'm not sure if it's now. Shawnee Bloor, a bit of an awkward price. They have Joe Offangawe back on the interchange bench, which is great news. He should have been there the whole time. Uh, went back to New South Wales Cup and played massive minutes and, and ran for a ridiculous amount of meters. So that was that with him. Shawnee Bloor, definitely an okay option. I'm a little bit worried and just an awkward price. It feels like 260, 270. You'd be all over him, but a super low break even means you'll get some good price rises, even off the bench in a 30 to 40 minute roll. But, you know, if you could play 50 minutes like you did on the weekend, even better. And our last one there, the Eels. We've got our good buyers like uh, Will Penasini in there, as always. Sean Russell and Hayes Dunster are back this week. So we see uh, Simonson is out in this one, and then Wanga Blake as well. So that's those two. Dylan Brown and Moses. I still think Moses is a great purchase in the next few weeks. Uh, people looking to sell him, I think, is a, a mistake in that one. Widomul Greg is in the... Uh, Prop spot again, and he was solid last week. I don't know if you can pick him up just with the way things are set up. Junior's going to be out one more week, and he'll be back. So, you know, Greg will be back to the bench or out of this side. Sean Lane returns. And what the interesting thing out of all this is Madison moves to 13. Hopgood goes to the bench, and Bryce Cartwright keeps his spot in the back row. Who would have thought that, hey? That Bryce Cartwright would be keeping his spot in round six when Sean Lane comes back. So, Means we can hold Bryce Cartwright for one more week, I'd say, and then make a decision on him there. Look, there's a chance that they change up this side come the end of the week, but I really think that this is their best play. Madison is a is a 13, as we've been saying. That's his spot. Cartwright's been actually pretty solid. He hasn't been missing a lot of tackles. He had a bit of a shocker last week in terms of fantasy scoring, but he still wasn't that bad on the park, and he gives them a little bit of spice on that right edge. We lose Matt Dury, so he's a clear sell now, guys, uh, if he wasn't last week for you. Interchange, you've got Makatoa, Murchie, Hands, and also Hopgood. So 
in this section here, you'd see Hopgood probably play as more of like a, a prop with Greg there. So he'll play lower minutes, 25, 30, 35 there. Hopgood will probably cover the rest of those minutes at 50 to 55. So he's still a clear play, guys. I uh, don't see there any reason why they wouldn't be playing him still 50 plus minutes. Uh, maybe, you know, Madison starts at 13, moves to the edge at some point, and like Cartwright or Lane, uh, or Lane comes off. We'll see what happens there. But I really think Hopgood will be that 50-odd minute guy through the middle. They've got hands to just switch with Hodgson's minutes. Makatoa probably plays low minutes there. And then Murchie probably 30 to 40. So that is all of the team list for this week. I wish you all best of luck. Uh, video is going to come out probably in the early Arvo tomorrow with Scoop. And I'll get out my Supercoach 1 tomorrow as well. But yeah, if you've got any questions, guys, send them in the, the comments. I'll try to reply to a lot of them. Uh, and then, yeah, we'll get around to that. Hope you have a good one, guys. See you later. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.